0: Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And yes, it's the second last chat we'll be having, and especially one just before the festive season gets in fully in earnest. So if you're only listening to this at Christmas Day, of course, um, from Johannesburg in South Africa, I am Melanie Walker. I'd like to wish you a fabulous festive. Uh, I know we're past Hanukkah. Otherwise, I'd say a happy Hanukkah. We're past Diwali. Otherwise, a divine Diwali, a quiet Kwanzaa, and a very melly, melly Christmas. And I'm sure this is wishing you all the same from... Up there in the northern climes of France, somewhere near Juan Lepin, <laughs> we have Jenny Baxter of SA People. Uh, having a good time in France, Jen? How's it, Mal?
1: Yes, I am. I was actually meant to go to London yesterday and have had to delay till Friday.
0: Because- Why are you going to London when you could be sitting in France?
1: Oh, I know, but my family is in london, so and they 're insisting they want the snow they want they just have so many beautiful memories of of Christmas in London, and it being the ultimate christmas place so it 's very frustrating that they didn 't grow up in a sunny place <laughs> so so yeah, so we 're off to London, but I went yesterday to the airport, and very excitingly, there were these two girls on the train that were really horrible. Speaking in a foreign language, uh, shouting at each other, very abusive. And then when we try to get off the train, the one kind of blocked it, and the other one was behind me, and they stole my passport. <laughs> um, are you joking? Yeah, just you know, just minutes from the airport. So anyway, thank goodness the British are pretty fast. So I managed to order a new one online, in well, an, an emergency one, online in less than five minutes. And DHL are delivering it tomorrow, and then I'll be off to London
0: on Friday. That is the thing. I mean, if I need to renew my British passport for whatever reason, I've got one. I go online, order it, and I have it in three weeks. Yeah. Okay? Trying to get a South African passport is absolutely impossible. Even (laughs) trying to get through the bank at the moment. I have been sending messages, are you doing passports? I need to renew my kids' passports. I don't even get an answer Oh, from the no. people who work for home affairs and work at the banks, so it's driving me completely nuts trying to get anything sorted from the South African passport side of things, but shame, I mean, stay away from people
1: yeah I, have you th- I mean everybody I know in England is is ill, just not very ill but um have you did you see that France has banned travel to and from England for anybody who's not on a British passport? Have you seen really? that yeah, yeah no, yeah
0: tell me more so
1: like, I think it was on Thursday, but they said. You know, we could still go with a British passport, or if you have a residency, you can come back to France. And so, Westgrow, you know, in the Western Cape, mm-hmm. within 24 hours, they released a stunning advert showing somebody lying on a, on a beautiful lounger on the beach in Cape Town. Saying you know, if France doesn't want you, if the Riviera doesn't want you, come to the Cape Riviera <laughs> and where it's actually hot, etc. So it was really, really clever of them to immediately cash in and and just say, hey, England. There was kind of a tongue-in-cheek, hey, England. We know it's not nice to be on a red list. Um, <laughs> but but you're, you're welcome here with open arms And um, yeah, so well done to the Western Cape and South Africa For luring the tourists from England Oh,
0: we can be so luresome Especially yes. as the Afrikaans accent from the males Is the second sexiest in the world According <laughs> to the polls that were done Come out here, ladies and gentlemen Especially the ladies You know, and Come and find yourself a nice burroak
1: <laughs> you know, you know, I'm still watching that Tro course you, you know, on Showmax. Yeah. It is so good, and those accents. It's true. I'm walking around going, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're like a dung," and you know.
0: Come here, Scatty. It's for you.
1: Yeah, it's lovely. It's really, really lovely.
0: Okay, well, let's get on to what the actual stories are while we just sit here and reminisce and have a lot of fun. See that uh, Cyril is back at work.
1: He is. I think he's, he's, it's the final cabinet meeting today. So that's great. He, he got better quickly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what news have you got for expats?
1: Well, there's one South African mother who's been very, I don't know if I told you before, she had a few tragedies with her father and brother dying very close to each other. And then actually her husband, the father of her children died. And instead of sort of wallowing in the grief, she realized that there's not a lot out there to help children who are going through grief. And she has turned her sadness into a positive with a book on grief for children, which is called Upside Down. Downside Up, and it's a story and a workbook for children dealing with grief, and she's also set up a charity, in, she's in the UK, in Northamptonshire called The Never Alone Project. So if any expats want to support her, or anybody in the world can actually buy her book, but um she's she's bringing some goodness there. And then there's another little child in South Africa, Kylie. She's three years old. She has a life-threatening condition and has been told unless she gets to Boston Children's Hospital, there is basically very, very little, if not no hope. And so her family are asking not only for support, they have a fundraiser, but if anybody listening has journalist friends in America who would be interested in doing a story just on how good, you know, Boston Children's Hospital is and that it's this ray of hope for this little South African child. Please let us know to try and get the word out there to try and get support because they actually need something like 5 million rand, which I think is about a quarter of a million U.S. dollars. Sure, yeah. that's
0: quite a bit, eh? Hey? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, if you if you know of anybody, I'll also put it out to my journo friends here who work Thank with you. the international agencies. Why not? Thank um, you. Now, see here, news from expats. You have got a thing about Zulu, and I, mean, I was immediately sitting and thinking. Of course, the African stick, the great Zulu yeah. who used to race here in South Africa, who unfortunately, in attempting to scale Kili, yeah. um, got. Um, edema and passed away on the mountain, which was terribly sad. I mean, he was just such an absolutely awesome guy setting up amazing mm-hmm. um, mountain bike because he was very into mountain biking with one of our famous chefs, the divine David Higgs. He and, and Gugu used to work together putting up these schools and finding bicycles for kids to learn how to mountain bike and, and kind of get into that kind of thing. But this is a different Guguzulu that you're talking about. What, what, who is this Guguzulu?
1: This is a Guguzulu. She's in her 20s. She's from Mandini, Stanga, And she actually lives in Germany now and has just come second in their voice of Germany. Which is is just fantastic, and her her confidence and her belief in just be you, and there's no gugu too. You're just you. Just do it. You know, she she did this brilliant song called When It Goes Down, and wherever you are in the world, it's now you can download it, and if you're in Hamburg. Hamburg, you can actually go and see her on stage in The Lion King. And a lot of experts from Hamburg were were supporting her during the competition. So and actually there was a South African couple that came fifth in the competition, I think. So well done to the South Africans.
0: Yay. Flying the Big flag ups. high. Lekker. Um and talking about um more South African stuff, and we haven't spoken about sport for quite a while. So so um I know that it's, isn't it cricket season?
1: It is, but you know that there's no spectators allowed. So I think India is playing um, the Proteus in the next week, but there'll be no, no tickets sold. It'll, but you will be able to watch on Supersport and on SABC. But okay. they just, they're trying and to protect the teams and protect the tour. You know, this was the only way around yeah. it. But, but we have other cricketing news with, with an expat, minus Labaskhmi. He debuted in, October 2018, and since then, he has scored more runs for Australia than any other Australian. And I, I think he scored like over 2,400, and the captain is the second, has scored only like half, 1,000 and something. So, he's, he's doing really well. His, his average, his batting average is only second to Don Bradman's, who is an Australian legend. So, mm. It's pretty phenomenal. Manus is is king, and um, but of course very very humble and not interested in any statistics at all. All he cares about is is winning for Australia, and he scored a century for England last week, which was his first century against against the English in the Ashes.
0: So, well done to him. Fantastic. Okay, and um. I, I know I've heard of Casso. I've also heard of Pricasso. Um who's the guy that who who's naked and wears just silver boots and gloves and and paints with another part of his body. Um so what is pigasso about? <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, is a is a, a a beautiful pig who was rescued from the slaughter as a little piglet and has been brought up on I think it's Farm Sanctuary S A in Franschhoek mm-hmm. with a wonderful woman Joanne and she knew that pigs are super smart so she tried to get rugby balls soccer balls you know things to keep him interested and entertained and stimulated and he kind of broke all those but he went for the paintbrushes that they were using to make the barn. You know, clean up the barn and everything and it turned out that he's a painter and um, <laughs> so yeah so he 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 holds it with his snout. and he paints these huge canvases i think he's he's made like four hundred paintings, which sell for thousands, and this last week he actually broke a world record for an animal painting, his, his one, it's called Wild and Free, and there are spectacular photos on the site of the painting and him standing proudly in front of it, smiling, and he really is smiling, and, <laughs> and, and table mountains in the background. Uh, it really makes you want it, Wild and Free, and it's sold for $20,000 to this German investor, which is second only to, uh, the previous world record from 2005, which was 14.4 thousand to a chimpanzee artist. So, um, so well done to South Africa's Picasso. And, you know, the international headlines have been fantastic. Uh, I think in Britain, they were calling it, uh, this is not Banksy. It's Oinksky. Um, <laughs> you know, and then somebody, what, one of the newspapers really stupidly wrote, um, Vincent Hamgach instead of Van Gogh and even yeah. wrote the word ham in bacon. Um, which is kind of spoiling the whole point of, of Pegaso, which is that he was saved from becoming bacon.
0: But, but anyway, <laughs> it's
1: just No more making clever. bacon there. Yeah. yeah no.
0: But I, I have a painting, one of which was done by Dolphin. No way, and I've got one that's done by an elephant. So we could always get hold of that investor and say, would you like some other paintings done by animals too? No way,
1: that's Here amazing. Here in South Africa, they were
0: done in South Africa as well. Yeah. Oh, you so should get hold of Joanne them.
1: and see if she has, has the uh, contact details of.
0: of or maybe German. I should just get one of of Picasso's and have a, a triplicate. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yes, yes. yes. You'd be a the big There
0: we go. Paintings done by animals, one whole wall. Okay, but I mean, talk about artists as well. I mean, you've got a a thing here, local good news, a Belito artist with autism. Yeah. Tell me more about that.
1: Did you see that? It's a 13 year old, and he cannot read or write, but he produces the most fantastic, colorful paintings. And people are going crazy for them. I think that was our most popular story this last week because he's just so inspiring. He just has not given up. And he actually now has a dream to, and we're speaking to him at the moment about it. So we'll have another story coming up. His dream is to go to Cape Town. There's a special art school there so that, um, he can further his talents and, you know, uh, just, just amazing. Just well done to him and his, and his mum.
0: Well, while we're on art as well, I'm talking about, I mean, I just think of all the wonderful pictures that you have coming up on the site. And I don't know if you've ever posted anything of Andrew Cleland. He's a a Johannesburg photographer, yeah. And he's actually got calendars up for sale as well of his beautiful moon shots from all over South Africa because he does Andrew Cleland photography on Facebook if anybody's keen to go and have a look and see what Munster looks like. (laughs) And, of course, all those amazing pictures of the moon passing behind Ponty passing behind the Hillbrow Tower, all of those kind of things, the post office tower as it used to be at one stage. Um, Can you believe that somebody once turned around and and accused him of actually Photoshopping his pictures? (gasps) said, the moon would never have been there. So we had this whole fight with this person online about it. But anyway, so it was just a little digression there because I just really love his pictures. And I know he's down in Munster at the moment. And I'm always looking forward to seeing what he has. So there's that. And then one of our favorite people in the entire world who we reckon should be president... We're talking none other than the main guy from Gift of the Givers. So he's also just um, been made, what, South African of the Year?
1: Yes, by Daily Maverick. So they do it every year for the South African who's, who's made the most impact. And, I mean, oh. Gift of the Givers just has. And it's, and it's just, I, you know, the, the true fans of Dr. Suleiman sort of say he doesn't want these accolades, he doesn't want to be distracted because his whole mission is to be humble and to help you know and not to be put on a pedestal you've, you've got to be humble but still he's so worthy and it does do you know it does bring good attention to gift of the givers and to people to support them and his story is amazing you know he he met a spiritual guide in turkey in 1991 who changed his life and and told him what to do and to you know start this foundation that has helped millions of people uh, in 44 countries for 29 years and yet do you know that when he was speaking to the spiritual guide he didn't understand a word of turkish but the two <laughs> were, were able to just communicate on this like spiritual plane apparently so um, just a deep, deep connection. And, and and in fact, also, if you if you go on SA People, we've got a tribute there from the uh, general manager of ESCOM, who as soon as Dr. Suleiman was made South African of the Year, she reminisced about a breakfast that they recently had and just how much he inspired her. And she said, you know, the, 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 the standout thing is just his spirituality, that he's just mm-hmm. so into the hu- humanity and mankind and...
0: Yeah, we need more people like him around. That's for sure. Okay, and I see that Cape Town has once again won another <laughs> award. Oh gosh, these Cape really—they yeah. must be sitting there saying, oh, "We just live in the best place in the whole world." You know, we all go- should we all just move on to Cape Town. Like, you know, can imagine if all the valleys moved to Cape Town? <gasps> I Cape know town something that like that Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, what have they won now? It's
1: the world's leading festival and event destination at the World Travel Awards. And it's all just good because it does bring investment and money to South Africa. And, and you know, most people who go to Cape Town, okay, I don't know if I can say most, but I do know when I speak to tourists who've been to Cape Town that they do go to other parts of South Africa as well. So, you know, it might be the hook that, that people hang their coat on, but they are going there and and spending mm-hmm. money in South Africa.
0: Okay, and talk about tourism. Um, what's been happening in Dubai?
1: Well, uh, South Africa's tourism minister, Lindiwe Sizulu, has been there. And actually, you know, speaking to investors there, getting more investors for South Africa, uh, it, it's, it's surprising when you actually see it, how many... Famous, like I think it's Boschendal, you know, so so vineyards, hotels, major hotels, safaris, are actually, you know, thankfully investors in in the Gulf region, and mm. so so it is it is important. I mean, lots of people were saying, "Oh, she's just there to do her Christmas shopping," but I think she was doing a really great job, and and Fantastic.
0: thank you, yeah, keeping us entertained in the meantime. Okay, and on the what I see that there's um everywhere you look at the moment there's six fun say Christmas movies coming up on Showmax, Yay. and you're sitting there thinking right I'm I'm feeling so un into the whole Christmas thing I'm the Christmas Grinch I'm the bar humbug person <laughs> I'm right I don't want to watch a Christmas movie I'm not in the mood
1: <laughs> but you know if you watch <laughs> they just are one there. good one if you watch just one good one it just tips you into it and it and it is the fastest way to get into the the spirit, you know, and uh, yeah, so we've got six of the best, and they South African. They not, and and if you've got Showmax International overseas, five of them are available. So that's pretty pretty cool. And then if you've got Netflix, you know, today. Is the season two of Emily in Paris. Which really? Yes, and I'm really excited because a lot of it is filmed down here.
0: So. I love Emily in Paris. What yeah. a wonderful series. That's so exciting. Guess what I'll be doing? I'll be binge watching that. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> such a feel good. Yeah. Okay, so now we're getting to the end of all of this before we go off to go and find our Christmas stockings and mince pies and settle down with a bit of eggnog, although it's a bit too hot to have eggnog here, I'm thinking champagne cocktails may be better, although you're in the place where champagne is much easier to get hold of. Uh, What have you got coming up? I mean, we're both still working the whole way through. I know that you never stop working, apart from now, of course, trying to get to England. What have you got coming up on SAP People this week?
1: Well, we've got um, more to get you into the spirit. We've got Christmas recipes we're posting every day, some great ones. I mean, there's like Roy Boss cake because lots of people don't really like fruitcake, but if you have a Roy Boss infused fruitcake, it's, <laughs> it's delicious, apparently. Um, we made a Christmas
0: cake ice cream, which is quite nice, with oh, lots of brandy that's in it. Nice.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know Brandy. And then we also have a town, Hofmeier. I don't know when last mm-hmm. you went through there, but Where a- is it?
0: I've never been to Hofmeer. That's another town on my, my list of places I haven't been to. Where is it?
1: Okay, apparently you must go. And Melanie, I haven't done the story yet, so I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you an update okay. on it. <laughs> but I've, I've been sent the photographs and told the backstory, and then and then we're going to do it. It's amazing. Um, it's this little town that was falling apart, apparently, you know, one of the many little forgotten towns. And there's a priest there who said, you cannot be godly if you're not clean something like that something a lot more inspiring cleanliness than cleanliness is next to
0: godliness yes it, yeah. that's what
1: it is <laughs> thank you and <laughs> you're so wise and um,
0: that's what <laughs> no, you no I'm just a good be. Catholic
1: girl <laughs> be one of the three wise men don't be the Christmas Grinch um, three wise women <laughs> Anyway, a priest there.
0: Melchior. <laughs>
1: yes. A priest there has managed to, to inspire everybody to clean up the town and it is just looking beautiful. And there's this boutique hotel, Victoria Boutique Hotel, stunning. So if you want to go there, go stay at that hotel and, and just walk around. He's taken photos that are fabulous.
0: Okay. So, yeah, it's the season to eat too much, essentially, now at the moment. <laughs> don't you think? <gasps> totally. Um, I'm looking. Maybe they should change the name of Hoffmeyer to Hogmeyer and go and get a pig casso to go live there too. Sorry, I'm <laughs> <laughs> not <I> really being... <laughs> don't you look? It's a small
1: Karoo town in the Eastern Cape.
0: Oh, but we're in the Eastern Cape. It's quite a big place. It's
1: 20 kilometers west of the Bamboosburg Mountain Range.
0: Uh, okay, so somewhere probably near Craddock, so it's not too far from you, Queenstown. You're right. Town. It's All right.
1: 64 kilometers north of Craddock.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, that's my old stamping grounds, and and there's a wonderful thing in Craddock called Egg Rock. Okay, so but I, which I got popped on top of. So if anybody's travelling down in that area, go and have a look and understand why I was scared. <laughs> and also, if you can go and find Chris Murray, the great journalist who now lives in Craddock <laughs> yeah. he's he lives there, and of course his books are really well worth having. Um, he does the Karoo books, which are fantastic, yes. beautiful with him with Carew his wife um, Juliana. Dot yeah, that's it, yeah. Janela Wellefella, have a fantastic Christmas. I hope you get to England safely. Stay away from people who are stealing things from you, please. And uh, to everybody else, of course, um, please send us your, your stories of joy, your stories of, your good stories, your happy stories, and, of course, stories from wherever you are in the world, not just in South Africa, because we love hearing what you're all up to. And I hope you have a fantastic festive, and we will catch up with you again before New Year. Not so, Jen. Definitely. From England. Uh, indeed. And you can tell us what's happening in Blighty. Okay, that's it. Go along to the sapeople.com website, of course, on Facebook as well. Share your pictures, share your joy, and have a very safe and festive season. Bye bye.
1: Thanks, Melanie. Bye.
0: You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.